Hi, uh, this is Nemo Martin. I use they them pronouns. Uh, this is a very abrupt start to this episode because initially we recorded this and the previous episode in one session and uh, while editing I decided that they probably just work better as two episodes. So um, the other person in this episode is Stevie who uses she and they pronouns and uh, there's no funny banter to go at the start of this so it just goes directly in. Uh, but welcome to Bread and Barricades. <laughs> completely segue but using um the own my own quote that i brought up um either die the hero or live long enough to become the villain because <laughs> we knew that today's episode well would probably be short so i'm going to talk about a- another book that i read today oh my god and i feel kind of bad about saying this because like you know this author has put some work into it and stuff um, and i'll say some positives i guess um a compliment sandwich or sarah says a compliment open sandwich where you, you're waiting for the last nice thing and it doesn't come <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay i'll give a compliment open s- sandwich so um i was recommended to read um, by uh, a person called Amelia, who's also doing their PhD on uh, on Lemis. They're specifically doing theirs on same-sex desire. And uh, Amelia was like, I think I unfortunately have to recommend this book to you. And I was like, okay, interesting. It's called Barricades by C.A. Shilton, The Journey of Javert. Um, okay, positives. Um... It was well researched, I think. It it had a similar kind of vibe with a lot of the like Tumblr meta, especially Valverfix, um, where it was like it talked a lot about Toulon, it talked a lot about like revolution, um, two revolutions that were in it. Like you could tell that the author had done uh historical research. Mm-hmm. Um and so it grounded it in a pretty like solid way. Um <laughs> Uh, it's very racist. Chauvet mm-hmm. gets raped twice um, by a woman and by a man. Um, he's uh, Romani, and that is not the word that is used throughout. Um, there are many words used throughout, and Romani is never one of them. Um, or Romani. I'm not sure uh, what the more common pronunciation now is, because I've heard both. Romani and Romani mm. um, and I have tried to check it but I've heard many different people who are Romani or Romani uh, pronounce it different ways so it will most often come out of my mouth as Romani but if that is very very wrong then I would stand to be corrected um, so yeah it's like basically the backstory of Javert it starts when he's like um, eight or nine and then his like basically his mum dies and then he finds out that she was a sex worker again not the word that's used um and he gets given this like little medallion thing um and it's like a gold medallion and so he like keeps it on him and then like he gets brutalized for his life and he gets called all these names and he's like yeah apprenticed kind of like put in the care of this police officer who's really strict and who like beats him all the time but it's because he cares you know he cares mm-hmm. about him and um um, oh, by the way, spoilers for this book. Um, uh, I am going to tell you what happens at the end. Um, so <laughs> if you don't want to listen, this is all we're going to talk about for the rest of the episode. So um, good luck. <laughs> goodbye. Um, yeah, goodbye. Um, but 
so so sorry <laughs> it's okay <laughs> so he has this one friend right called philippe um who's his like uh this 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 other guy the toulon who's like the only other person who works at the prison who like cares about him and is emotional and stuff and it like follows them through their life and as a like as a kid he follows Philippe to Paris um uh, for an undercover mission and he's like you know blah, blah blah like um being a police spy but like a child and then he like you know grows really attached to Philippe and it's not really said whether it's like a romantic thing but um for reasons that I'll say later like he cuddles up with him he he like uh looks into his face a lot and stuff and like really appreciates him and his kindness and stuff so you know friendship brotherhood father kind of figure it's not really sure what what the feelings are and uh also at this point like he's he, like when people know that he's Romani because they know his mother they call him all of these like slurs and stuff but then as soon as he's like working for the police and like he's not apparently he can just like not appear to be Romani anymore Mm -hmm. which is like okay interesting I don't know how you're visualizing this person and then uh Philippe gets killed um but only because when Javert was being raped he called out for Philippe and then Philippe came and then Philippe got killed so he should have like Javert internalizes the like oh I should have allowed myself to be raped by a man mm-hmm. uh in order to save my father best friend figure kind of thing which is like cool 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 love 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 um he also oh my god you know that Andrew Davies quote and you and I were joking about this actually last time um because you were like um when I said that I was going to be reading this book, you were like, oh, it would be funny if um, the author does what Andrew Davies like promised to do and give Javert like an old prostitute oh, to no. like clean his organs out with. Literally a 12 year old boy is taken under a bridge. Javert is taken under the bridge when he's a child and raped by like uh, he he is coerced into having a sexual relationship with this woman who turns out to be an older woman who's described really poorly like you know um uh she's really stinky um uh, <laughs> uh, the woman scent failed to mask strong strong as it was the perfume the woman scent failed to mask an unpleasant and rancid body over it was over really it was over very quickly as the woman moved away from him and into the light he saw her properly for the first time the woman was old exclamation mark her face was a painted mask her hair a harsh unnatural shade of black with the white roots showing in sharp stark contrast the slim figure was shrunken and wasted yeah it's great thanks um ca shilton uh and then he like lives his life and like you know he meets jean Valjean in prison he javert is actually his like prison warden thing like so they have a like direct relationship and um oh and philippe has uh gets a wife before he dies mm-hmm. um and uh they have a child um called michelle and Michelle, like, loves Javert, like, you know, as a baby and as a child. She's the only person who ever, like, cuddles him and stuff. And she looks exactly like Philippe, all of his features and stuff. Um, so, yeah, anyway, he goes, like, uh, back to Toulon. And then he grows up. And then he goes to uh, Montfermeil and, you know, all the stuff with Monsieur Madeleine and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then Javert goes back to Paris. And 
he he's like walking around Paris. He's a police officer, and then he sees this woman who looks exactly like Philippe, and he's like, "Oh my god, it's Michelle. She's grown up now. She's like twenty. Oh, she's so beautiful." And she he like Michelle is like obviously like flirting with him and courting him and stuff, and he like goes um, with her and like um, they go on a couple of dates and stuff, but he's not really sure that they're dates. And then he like she she kisses him, and then um, he like gets this like overpowering reminder of the the two women in his life that have ever like uh, been close to him his mother the whore um he calls her the whore and um that that woman under the bridge another prostitute and he feels his like uh uh he, he feels his I, I wish i could remember what the exact words were but basically he gets an erection from it and he's like ah oh. <laughs> he's like great thanks C.A. Shilton that's really cool 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 um and she's like Michelle is like a supporter of the revolutionaries and in incendiaries and stuff and he's like oh I don't really support that but um so he like uh stops seeing her basically and he meets her again like 10 years later and she's got a child now and she's like her husband is like um also an incendiary and I was like ah, okay which of the barricade mm. boys has she married then <laughs> interesting um and he gets like like gets to the barricades and uh it's basically like all the same yeah he's like tied up and blah blah, blah. oh no before <laughs> before this he like so he's like being a police officer in Paris right and he goes to like the Romani encampments and he saves this woman um she's like on the bridge and she's like about to get raped rape is a big thing in this Mm -hmm. novel like pretty much every character has been (laughs) like threatened to be oh and Jean Valjean also saved this other like boy in his like jail cell from being raped like it's a big yeah it keeps coming up Mm um so Javert is like uh as a police officer walking around and he sees this woman is being like uh raped and so he like goes and saves her and um she's got her son with her like this kid and when the rapists are like running away she one of the men uh throws the boy over the side of the bridge so Javert like jumps over the bridge and like um tries to save him and like saves him and stuff and and then he realizes with a shock that they're Romani and like he he's like oh I don't know whether I would have saved them if I knew that before this um but then he sees the woman like all of her clothes are like ripped and stuff so he like gives her his coat even though he feels pure disgust at seeing her um and she's like looking at his chest and stuff because his shirt got ripped open and the whole thing obviously and uh and he's like oh I He's, she's obviously thinking about stealing my medallion um and so like he takes her to back to the romani encampment and he's like all of the romani people are speaking in their foreign language and they're like talking about him and he's like oh i feel really like weird about this and i, I don't know what these emotions are and like they're looking at him and they're like talking about him and stuff and like and suddenly they talk to him and they're like, oh, we owe you a blood debt. <laughs> and he's like, okay. And I was like, all right, <laughs> sure. Um, and they're like, you're one of us. We can tell. And he's like, no. And they're like, you're ashamed, but it's fine. You're a police officer. We're ashamed of you. And I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. You got me there. <laughs> um, and they're like, you will never want to be part of us, but we'll always accept you as one of us. And I was like, okay, interesting. So I feel like I know where this novel is going now, especially as we're heading towards this last act. 
<laughs> and so he gets to the barricades, right? And he's like tied. He's like found out to be whatever. He's tied up, and then, and then, and then. So you you're expecting Valjean, right, to come in and like cut the ropes, um, and like free him from the barricade, and like who should who should be there but Michelle <laughs> with a knife and she comes in and she tries to free him and then Confair who's like one of the barricade boys comes in and she's like oh, oh husband and yeah I was like okay great so in a very yeah. subtle way to get the story yeah literally like and um uh Confair is like oh you can't you can't be freeing this man he's our prisoner and Michelle is like no but he's my dash uh, 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 and then she's like I, I can't leave this barricade not without my husband and my dash and it's like okay so I feel like well we all know that Confer is going to die on this barricade and that obviously Michelle is going to live and clearly Javert is going to survive this novel <laughs> and marry this woman um, who looks exactly like his father figure Philippe who also looks apparently like Marius, which is like great. So Javert actually has a crush <laughs> on someone who looks like Marius. That's where we want to be. Anyway, um, so yeah, she's dragged away from the barricade and he's like, okay, blah, blah. And then the novel carries on. It like gets back on track and Bajon comes and like uh, freeze him, freeze, blah, blah, blah. Novel carries on. And then Javert gets to the bridge and he's like, like, after a whole novel, which is about Javert's thoughts, right? Like, so this whole novel was about, like, him going through his whole life and, like, being trained to be this, like, police officer. And it was, like, you know, giving good... It was a good amount of backstory for... To understand where the author was going. Like, mm. the entire time... Like, he'd been drowned nearly twice. So it was, like, obviously setting up for the drowning. Um uh, there was a lot of stuff about his relationship with Jean Valjean. There's a lot of relationship about him and like authority figures and, and his place in the world. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. He gets to the bridge and then he just like steps off. And I was like, where's the, where's the like <laughs> 60 pages of him thinking about doing this? Why did you just, you like, you set up for like, okay, I have major qualms of a lot of this novel, but you did at least set up for the bridge scene. Like, the bridge scene is the, like, number one thing that you were setting up for. And then he just, like, steps off. And I was like, okay. Um, and then I was like, okay, well, there's still 10 pages left. So let's see how he ends up at that Romani encampment then, shall we? <laughs> and so, yeah, he jumps off. He gets hit by a boat, apparently, and, like, breaks his back. But uh, he wakes up in a caravan obviously and it's like brightly colored and blah blah um and michelle is there obviously and confer has died obviously and she's like uh, uh I, I i saw you on the bridge i started to shout um but you stepped off and i slid down the bank to the edge of the river it was a useless thing or it should have been i can't i couldn't reach you and i can't even swim i got there just as you jumped i saw you hit the water and go under then a boat came under the bridge a quite a big boat going fast it hit you hard and knocked you sideways towards me i managed to get hold of your coat i pulled my god how i pulled but the current was too strong and you were so heavy i was already up to my waist but being pulled deeper i thought you were going to take me with you i started shouting and calling it for help i was just about hysterical by the time then suddenly two men were there two gisla so yeah he gets saved and then um She's like, why do you think, why do you think the, the Romani people saved you? They hate police officers. And he's like, oh, I don't know. They seem to covet this medallion. She's like, wow, that seems important. You should ask them. He, she literally says, why does this mean so much to these Romani 
people. Is it because it's a GCLS symbol or is there a particular medallion special for different reasons? There, I think you need to find out. Thank you, Michelle. <laughs> it's clear plot um, deviation, uh, plot uh, signposting. So yeah, obviously the medallion means that he's head of the Romani clan and that he's actually like the brother to the like current leader, the current headman. Um, and uh, he's actually full Romani, not half Romani, like he thought. Yeah, and uh, because he's wearing this medallion, he's yeah secretly the leader of the Romani people. The Romani people move on, but he's like he knows that they'll come back in a year, so he's got a year deadline to really think about his things and like whether he's going to join them and become a full Romani person. Um, and then he finds out that Jean Valjean has died. And that Jean Valjean has given him his candlesticks. Um, the end. <laughs> what bit made you guess? It it was him. Okay, the the candlesticks really did make me gasp because <laughs> it was like the audacity of it. Like Jean Valjean like gets replaced through this for um, Michelle quite a lot. So all of the bits where you know like Javert has his. Whenever Javert thinks thoughts in the novel, <laughs> it is because Jean Valjean has been like has proven that he's not like a, a a galley slave forever kind of thing. Like you know, Javert's whole thing is like, oh wait, you're a human being who has human being things. I should probably respect that. But every time it is replaced by Michelle, and like any humanity that Jean Valjean has is through Michelle, so it just felt like a genuine kick in the teeth when um, Cosette arrives and is like, um, oh, hey, I just wanted to tell you that Jean Valjean died and he died happy because you made him free. And Javert is like crying by the window. And then Cosette's like, hey, he wanted you to have these. And um, and Javert's like, Javert nodded. He understood Valjean's message. These Those candlesticks were more than a gift. They were a symbol. That man believed in me. He believed in what I could be. And then like... He lights the candles and then he heard it. He, he's like crying in the darkness. He heard a sound behind him and turned to see Michelle standing in the doorway. He held out his ha- arms to her and she came into them without a word. Behind them, the candles burnt steadily, their warm glow dispelling the darkness. The end. And I was like, how dare you end that? <laughs> I'm so angry. <laughs> oh, and also the audacity for him to be like the leader of the Romani mm. people. And I was like, yeah, they... Like, it's, like, obviously C.A. Shorten, you're meant to be on this side. Like, you're not meant to be anti-Zionist in this, when you read this novel. Like, all of the, all of the, like, slur calling and stuff, you're supposed to be, like, all those bigots. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. it's never done by, like, quote-unquote, good people. But still, it's not good representation. Or at least as far as I have read it it was like it read to me like what a white person would think that talking about people of color should be like like um it like if you imagined the exact same novel you could do the exact same thing but replace romani with black and use the exact same slurs and be like oh these dumb people talking in their like foreign language and like oh, but they're harmless, really, you know? Mm. And Javert has this, like, really late-stage realisation where he's like, oh, but they're all whores and thieves and and, and I'm one of them, but but blah, blah, blah. And it was like, ah, this is what a white person feels like coming to terms with your race feels like. Mm. <laughs> where you're like, yeah, I, that's, that, I think that's what 
sums it up to me. I, this is, and I've seen pictures of C.A. Shorten. I don't know whether she's Romani. I'm assuming not from reading this. Um, but it just, yeah, it genuinely feels like what a white person thinks racism feels like. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's my book report. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the um the part with the that he's like women in my life the the whore um, yeah that bit that reminded me so hard of um that's such a Fifty Shades of Grey thing where Christian oh. Grey is like only refers to his mother as the crack whore wow um, and is like oh I'm into uh like. I think it's I think it's like in his in his words in the book the like I just want to beat little brown haired girls like the crack core and like that's why he's into <sighs> Anastasia because she's brunette like his mom that he literally even at the end when they like go to her grave he's like oh yes the crack core let me touch her hair and things so like that reminded me of that oh um, my god yeah <laughs> like the vibe um what I would ask is like what do you feel like the intention was here? Mm. Well, there's a there's a there's a helpful little afterward. Ah, a um, little helpful the author's intention, you say. Yeah, yeah. Um which I won't read the whole I mean it's only like a couple of paragraphs, but basically um she says, I am indebted towards the late late Victor Hugo. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for that. Um who provided the characters, some of the plot for this book. However, it would be untrue to say that this is a retelling of Les Miserables and only a small, a relatively small percentage parallels the events in his novel. First and foremost, this is the story of Javert. From my first reading of Les Miserables, I was fascinated by Javert in some of the most, in some ways, the most tragic character of Victor Hugo's novel. He, Victor Hugo doesn't give much details about him. We know he was born in prison, the son of a convict, that his character is unyielding, and that he has an inflexible view of right and wrong. What I have principally done is try to put some meat on the skeleton of Javert's story and character. Mm-hmm. Um, which I find interesting, because she specifically says, um, we know that he was born in the in a prison, the son of a convict, but doesn't mention the, the Romani stuff. So I'm assuming she probably had an old translation that had yeah had Romani but didn't but then also saw maybe recent translations and and was like oh so it's not canon like she hasn't said in this afterwards that that is canon yeah whether that's an added part Mm. so I guess if I I haven't read it all I know is Mm. what you've said Mm. did you get the feeling was it meant to like did you feel like you were meant to be more endeared or more sympathetic or like yeah obviously you have what you actually feel what do you feel like you were meant to be feeling yeah i think i think you are supposed to read this as a as a kind of Javert apologies not apologetic like like he's brutalized throughout his life in this book yeah like, he is abused as a child like he's you know orphaned when he's eight or nine he's nearly killed he's nearly raped he's like yeah just brutally abused throughout his life and then like the only person to ever like he's given a structure and that's the police and 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 like Victor Hugo said um he he went into the police he thrived there yeah Um, like it was very 
I don't know whether I don't know whether if you haven't read Les Mis because there are loads of, like anytime he does anything bad in this novel there's always somebody like by his arm to be like hey that was a bad action and he's like Javert felt uncomfortable with that like yeah mm-hmm. okay yeah I definitely do think you're supposed to read this and, and feel sympathetic with him because he is given more sympathetic things like he does a lot of things in this which he doesn't do in the novel um like he's kind to people when in 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 situations that he wasn't in the novel and and even you know with Fantine when when she's in the prison in, in the novel he's like completely you know unfeeling and cold yeah. towards her in this um he 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 looks at her and feels like um uncharacteristic um pity not pity like sympathy mm-hmm. and i was like uh <laughs> really mm. yeah so it was like yeah wow i found that so quickly um so he's like um looking at fontaine and fontaine tells her story and she starts coughing into um the rag the memory brought pain together with a totally unexpected wave of sympathy sim- sim- sympathy for fontaine the woman was obviously very ill resolutely he overrode the emotion he didn't want to feel compassion for this woman didn't want to see her as an individual with her own fears and sorrows because his mom yeah fontaine has the exact same story as javert's mom Mm -hmm. and that's like the connection um he also thinks of it uh her when later when he like nearly dies he's like oh, Fontaine was doing for Cosette what my mum was doing for me. So I was like, wow, I've never seen Javert compared to Cosette before. That's a very interesting mm. comparison. Um, and that's a very specific one to make when you want to like make someone feel emotions, right? So um, yeah, I think you're supposed to come out of this feeling good about Javert, especially that he's given this like redemption at the end. Yeah. He's given the girl. And I was like, that's <laughs> interesting. interesting. Yeah, because that was... I guess, like, listening to the um, the summary you were given, mm. the sort of, like, yeah, trying to pass, like, oh, if if he's not doing, like, obviously had a very difficult life, but if he's not doing, say, like, sympathetic things when he's older, if he's still, mm. like, being the, like, hard-ass bastard cop boy, mm. is this more, like here is what made the man book but then if at the end it's like you know he lives and like he gets the girl um and he's more sympathetic then it's it feels less than that it's just a like because yeah you can still write him as a bad person like that wouldn't necessarily make it a bad book if it was just like yeah this is a guy who's doesn't think about things until the second before he completes suicide Mm. but if that it sounds like the vibe isn't so much that that you're like no this is like a bit all over the shop yeah I genuinely think that this book would have been yeah like like you say like because because I did I did actually think that most of it I don't agree <laughs> I don't agree with a lot of it but I think that it would have been a good like backstory for Javert mm. and if you treat it like that then I think that it is good the 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 point that it lost me was that they didn't stick the landing with the bridge and yeah. then went into the like fan fiction kind of 
fixing the canon kind of stuff. And, yeah. and I think, like, obviously, clearly, I love that. I love reading that in fanfic. Um, and if that's what you want this novel to be, then that's also good. But it, it just didn't feel deserved after <laughs> the novel. Yeah. Because it, it was, like, it was a prize rather than, like, worked for. Yeah, I think that's that's what frustrates me is that like the entire time as soon as Michelle was like brought up, I was like, Oh, okay, so this is the <laughs> woman that he's gonna like yeah. you know, get at the end when he's like realized that he's because he doesn't even have the realization really on screen. Like he just steps off and it's like, Yeah, but but that's 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 the meat. <laughs> that's where the meat is. Yeah. Um just to make this into our uh, our favorite um <laughs> Trying to turn it into our superhero podcast. Um, <laughs> like the most recent uh, iteration of Superman, where mm. it's like, we have to get Lois because if she's the only one keeping him from killing everyone, you're like, bro, <laughs> that's not good or healthy. He's not a good guy then if the only thing stopping him from killing everyone is this yeah. one woman. Oh my God. Yeah. That's not enough to make you sympathetic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's really frustrating as well because at one point, Michelle's mother like is talking to Javert and is like you are about to go down this really dark path and I can see that in you and I don't want you to use my daughter to experiment with like um and, and uh the, the mother is called Adele Adele is like and the really the really frustrating thing is that I know that if you were with my daughter that you wouldn't go down this path but I'm not willing to let my daughter suffer for that mm. and I was like that's a really interest that is a really interesting thing to have said to Javert but also like the author knew that at that point like that <laughs> they would get together yeah exactly yeah <laughs> so are we like, not meant to be like are we meant to be like that silly woman getting in the way of love yeah for real and like it's kind of like I, I guess you're supposed to as a reader be like oh you know if only she had if only they had gotten together when uh, they were younger than all this stuff with Jean Valjean and, and the barricades and all that kind of stuff oh, probably wouldn't okay. have happened. But but then also it's like, but 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 it's never seen as like a bad thing that Adele, like it's not it's not seen negatively that Adele did this, right? Like it's not the the novel isn't like that stupid woman mm. led him down a dark path. Um but it is like, okay, but you've literally said that the reason why Javert and Michelle shouldn't be together and then you've done it anyway at the end. Um yeah, and then I guess you were saying that the race stuff really didn't feel handled very well, and if that's oh, that's yeah. such a central part of the story, it sounds like. Mm. Well, especially with the ending. Yeah, yeah, literally, because because like, like I don't know, I don't know how C. A. Shelton was imagining Javert, but kept calling him, like kept saying he had really dark hair, really dark eyes. Oh, and all of the stuff about his eyes, like. Um, they're like hypnotic and like uh-huh. they're black as stone and they're like um like uh carnival mirrors and stuff like that and it's like okay sure um fuck off <laughs> um but then but then other people will like completely not like clock I guess that he's Romani mm. so it's like it's only when it's convenient for the plot that he can be like revealed to be Romani yeah um like visually Romani I guess like whatever visually means and I think that's what the 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 frustration is that like that that 
it's written as if his race can be like kind of taken off. Yeah, I guess that it, that it is all to do with the costume because the only reason he recognizes any people who are money in the book is because they're wearing colorful clothes, and it's like ah, uh, you really do see these people as like yeah, like a costume, and and, and like the medallion is the only reason that. Um, they can recognize that he's Romani, despite the fact that he's like basically the twin brother of their current leader. Mm. <laughs> and it's like, I, yeah. And I thought for a while, because the novel was setting up that he was um, mixed race, that his his mother was Romani and that his father yeah. was white, like a white French person. But then at the end, it's revealed that both of them are Romani and, and, and that, you know, like he he is like basically, he, he is the like younger brother of the leader who like, who who is who is portrayed in the novel as being the like stereotypical Romani person, and it's like so. Then how does nobody else like? Why does nobody? Why why is this so important to him to hide when it's not something that anybody has ever like pointed out? Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wish I could remember the name of it, but like uh, either last year or the year before, we listened to a lot of. Um crime audiobooks at work mm. and we were listening to a series that um oh, i can't remember what it was called but it was like british like i think it's set <laughs> no no it wasn't it wasn't set in london it was set in the midlands um and yeah like the main character he was romani and a police officer Uh, or ex-police officer he was police and then like interesting it was kind of like on the one hand like you're very classic like I, well, classic for me, I've listened to so many crime <laughs> books mm. um, of like, you know, just like this thing's going down and I used to be a policeman, but I still right. have a friend in there. So like, even though now I'm kind of like this gray neutral area, I'm dealing with this case because the police can't go in there and do certain things because of procedure and like, right. like very classic that. But then it did like, did have the elements of like yeah his family being like what the fuck you <laughs> why did you become the police yeah, yeah um and like did like touch on his like family and like those aspects mm. i wish i could remember what they were like I, like I, I don't know if i'd be like and i'll find them and like i recommend you you mm. listen because it was just like you know just like your classic crime book but mm. then i guess maybe as a like modern day like comparison because it, it it i guess it has that similar aspect as of javert being like being romani in a sort of police space mm. um oh yeah it was you know that thing that's often laughed about on tumblr which is like when when monolingual english speakers try to write a bilingual character oh in a yeah fan fiction and it's like um uh, I can only think of like Tiamo Lance. Oh, sorry, I forgot that I was speaking <laughs> Spanish or whatever. Um, the classic. Yeah, there's like literally a bit at the end where like um, the Romani dude is he given a name? I don't think he's literally given a name. His twin. Yeah, I'm like I was trying to think what his name was, but yeah, he's literally just called the headman. Okay, interesting. I hadn't, like, noted that. But yeah, he's, like, talking to Javert, and he's like, it was my dad and I, my mother and father. Uh, one day, a long time ago, when I was just a chavi, we were camped up here for Easter Fair. My grandmother was there. That's Sheka woman. Two women got away. Oh, and also he's really misogynistic, because 
obviously. And those three weren't ordinary men. They were GAVA, police officers. And it's like, yeah, this is somebody who has, like, got a Romani dictionary um, or, like, Googled the occasional word (laughs) and has, like, stuck in the lingo so that it looks um, authentic. So you had a good, fun time. I did, yeah. Really fun. And I feel so much cleaner after (laughs) reading it. It it definitely made me want to read fan fiction. Oh, okay, was, that's nice because I I feel like it was only the last episode where you were like, I've not really felt the the passion. Yeah, I think so, and I I think I think I didn't know how good I had it. <laughs> you need to do, be reminded. Yeah, literally, I needed to be kicked in the teeth by reality to be like, oh yeah, if I actually wanted to read something interesting that was like. <laughs> researched and wasn't racist I should probably go and read some fan fiction (laughs) Um, though now I'm like scared to go and read fan fiction to be like oh right yeah (laughs) Um, but yeah so um, I wouldn't recommend buying this book Um, the end (laughs) (laughs) well you've you've given it to us for free so unless we're all doing the same PhD as you yeah wait for my um essay when i write it the the end end. of the podcast okay uh any thoughts otherwise i'll go into credit don't think so so i guess just like we're taking that energy and it's not going to come back up because we're moving swiftly into marius you know what reading this book has made me slightly more excited to get to marius oh well that's that's something yeah (laughs) and says a lot yeah, it says quite a lot. Um, and on that note, <laughs> this has been Brandon Barricades, the lamest podcast produced by me, Nemo Martin, and Junior. Yeah, it was a Captain's Collections podcast. Um, if you have any comments, questions, or quibbles, or A, want to uh, do an interview with me and you're a person of colour, email me and just yeah say that you're interested. Or if you want to uh, give me an essay on why you actually think that C.A. Shilton's Barricades, The Journey of Uber is good, slash if you're C.A. Shilton. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, imagine! Ah, that would be interesting. Yeah, come and do an interview. Tell me that I was wrong about your novel, um, uh, if you're listening. Uh, which I hope that you're not. Um, you can you can email us uh, lamerspodcast at gmail.com l-e-s-m-i-s podcast at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at lamerspodcast or on Tumblr at Bread and Barricades. If you like us uh, and you want to uh, pay me back the money for buying this book, you can donate <laughs> to our Ko-fi or to our Patreon, which are linked in the description. Our audio director is Jade, who you can find on her website, jadewasabi.com, or on her bandcamp, jadewasabi.bandcamp.com. Uh, I think that's it. Thank you for listening. Silence from Stevie's end. Uh, I was looking up C.A. Shelton <laughs> and I found her on Twitter. Um, oh, she on Twitter? Interesting. That's I, the last thing she tweeted. I can't tell if she's just recommending a book by an ex-cop or that she is an ex-cop. Oh, man. Here I am doing secondary research. Oh, my God. She's a fucking ex-cop. I cannot believe that I bought this book. Oh, I'm so <laughs> angry. Oh, okay, well... She's only got 55 followers, so fuck her. (laughs) 